What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are in a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today I am reviewing The Wicker Man. I put it up for vote on our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. I put it up for vote for our Patreon supporters, and I said, hey, what do, what do y'all want to hear this week? What kind of reviews do you want? Do you want a new release? Do you want a horror? Do you want suspense? Do you want something that's so bad it's good? Well, kind of find out they wanted something so bad it's good. So I picked out a bunch of movies, and The Wicker Man got nominated for the review for this week. Do you want to become a creator slash producer of the show? Do you want to vote on the content that you want to hear each and every week? Then, like I said, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Uh, support us at any of those tiers, and you get to help decide what we talk about each and every week on Surfing the Stream and our other podcast, the Two Game Podcast. And then you also get access to a bunch of different podcasts that are just Patreon exclusive. So go check us out uh, at our Patreon. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsey Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much. So, going into The Wicker Man, I I hadn't seen this in a very, very, very long time. Probably since 2006 when it came out. I, I saw it in theaters because it's a horror movie and, I mean, shit, I was 16 years old at the time, right? So, er, yeah, 16 years old at the time. And, you know, teenagers just want to go to the movie theater and watch a little horror movie with their girlfriends and whatnot. So that's how it was, right? I think I actually ended up just going to see this with my friends. I, I didn't go see it with my girlfriend. But going to see it with my friends. And I remember not liking it. I didn't find it hilarious at the time. I, I was probably just goofing off with my friends in the movie theater. You know, being a, a douchebag teenager. Like most of us are, right? So I was kind of curious to jump back into this because I looked up a list of the movies that were so bad they're actually good. And this was near the top of that list. So I was very excited to jump into this movie. And I gotta say, I'm kind of surprised where I landed with this review. And we're gonna get into that in just a second. Let's go through our fun facts and then I'll give you my general impressions of the movie. So The Wicker Man is about a sheriff investigating the disappearance of a young girl from a small island, and he discovers there's a larger mystery to to solve among the island's secretive neo-pagan community. This movie is directed by Neil Laboot, something like that. Uh, he's directed a few episodes of Hell on Wheels. He directed Death at a Funeral and Lakeview Terrace. This movie had a budget of forty million dollars, and it grossed worldwide thirty-eight point eight million dollars. It stars Nicolas Cage, Ellen Bernstein, and Lily Subaisky. Probably saying those names wrong. Whatever. Uh, this has a runtime of 1 hour and 42 minutes, and it was released worldwide September 1st, 2006. Now, for a movie that has been widely panned as one of the worst movies of all time, and for a movie that has such a cult following that it's so bad it's good, I'm kind of surprised by the lack of fun facts of, that were on imdb.com. But the two fun facts are 
So Nick Cage and the director of Laboot, uh, he stated that he knowingly made it an absurdist black comedy and that it should have been seen and judged as such. So a lot of people think that it was unintentionally funny. So according to Nick Cage, they went into this movie intentionally making it funny. And I don't know if I 100% believe that because while his performance is is pretty funny throughout, like he has little sprinkle moments of quote-unquote Nick Cage moments, and at the very end he goes 100% Nick Cage. I don't know. I, I, I feel like they were trying to be serious and it just came across as, as funny. That, that's the way the movie feels to me. And then the last little bit of a fun fact that we got. Now, this is a remake of a movie that came out in 76, I believe. Uh, Much of the dialogue, and according to IMDb, perhaps over 80% is word for word the same as in the original movie, although sometimes in a different context. So basically, they copied and pasted it, but they just applied it in different situations, I guess. I I don't know. So, what did I ultimately think of The Wicker Man? I did not like this movie. I don't even think it's so bad as good. It's not even a movie worth re-watching, in my opinion. It's not a movie that I was laughing throughout. I mean, I had more fun with The, the Velocipaster, which you can watch on uh, Amazon Prime. I had much more fun with that movie, even though I wouldn't even consider it a movie because it's so damn awful that it's so incoherent and it's just it's just hilarious like how bad that movie is uh but this movie it it just strikes me as kind of boring in the in the middle portions now the first 30 minutes or so are are actually pretty good like the dialogue is awful but don't get me wrong but like comical wise like just on how bad it is those first 30 minutes are actually pretty decent and it's a pretty decent watch and then you got that middle portion of 30, 45 minutes where it's just like, what is the point of what I'm watching? Like, it makes no sense. And I get it. Like, it's just so bad that it's good. But I'm thinking to myself throughout the course of this movie, I, I just think, you know, if they just cut this middle portion out of the movie, this actually might be a decent movie. Like, as far as it being watchable and, and you know, me actually being able to like it. But it was like kind of kind of boring in the middle. Like Nick Cage occasionally went, quote unquote, Nick Cage, but it wasn't enough to make me come back to it or rewatch it again. Now the last thirty minutes, the the tension kind of builds up, and I use the word tension very loosely when I say that because it's not really tense. Uh, but it does get a little bit more fast paced. Uh, towards the end, the last 30 minutes or so. And then the last 10 minutes is 100% Nick Cage going full Nick Cage. And it is quite glorious, I must say. So apparently there were two versions of this movie. There's the theatrical version, which is apparently PG-13. And then there's the unrated version, I I guess. I watched the PG-13 version, I'm I'm guessing. Because when I'm watching it, you hear the voiceover at the very end of just Nick Cage just hollering. And I was like, that's weird. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a, a scene, like, it's a meme. Uh, oh, God, the bees. It was nowhere to be found. So I had to YouTube it. And apparently, I don't know if it was just missing from the movie that I was watching 
or or what? Because apparently that was not in the movie that I was watching. So I, I had to YouTube it, and then I got to see the torture scene actually played out. And it wasn't played out in the version that I watched. Very, very weird, I, I have to say. But apparently there's two versions, unrated version. Maybe that was the unrated version that the Oh God, the Bees meme came from. But not 100% sure about that. But overall, I don't like this movie. I, I think it's a bad movie. I don't even think you can consider it a quote-unquote black comedy. Because like I said, the first 30 minutes, yes, there's comedy. And I don't think they intentionally make it comedy in those first 30 minutes. There's a lot of people just staring at each other for long periods of time. And then, like, it's just, like, super, super bad dialogue. Like, it's almost like they're making this stuff up, like, as the film is rolling. Like, they're shooting the movie. Nick Cage will say something. And then they'll just stare at each other and smile. And then, like, five seconds go by and they're like oh, I can say this, and then they just say it. Like, that's almost how the movie feels shot. Like, they just made this sh- they just made this stuff up as they went. And they do that so many times throughout the movie that it really slows down the movie in a way that uh, it affects the pacing and affects just how watchable it is. I I think this this movie is probably, and I hate to say this, or maybe I don't, I don't know, this movie is probably an hour too long. Now, normally I'll say it's probably about 15 minutes, 10 minutes longer than it should be. Uh, they you know, cut out some of the fat and whatnot. This movie can be told, the whole story can be told in about 45 minutes. I'm still trying to think to myself, what was the point of the beginning sequence? Because I don't think they ever mentioned that. Like, did he see the girl? Because they look the same. Him and the girl, I mean, the girl and Rowan look the exact same. Kind of. I mean, everybody looked the same in that movie. But is that because of inbreeding? I don't know. Kind of confused by that. And then I swear he looks at the mother of the girl, mother of the girl in the car that exploded at the very beginning. He sees her when he's about to get tortured. It does a quick uh, cutaway to that woman and her daughter and then it just cuts away from them like almost immediately like it's like like a second if that so they never quite go into that and explain that whole reasoning behind them in the car and the explosion like were they there and they just escaped or was was that just like a figment of his imagination or or what the hell you know like they don't do a great job of explaining anything in this movie they really don't and I get it you gotta look from it at a point that these people are just screwing around with Nick Cage the entire movie. Like, they know he's a part of a game. Everybody's in on the joke, and they just want him to go crazy. But, legit, if you're here just to kill the guy and sacrifice him up to your to your gods and whatnot, when he got off the boat, why didn't you just knock him out then and then kill him there? And that saves me almost an hour of watching this movie. So they didn't do anything in this movie to kind of propel it forward. And I've said this before. If I can cut to the very end of the movie and understand what's going on, then I think you're doing a bad job and you have a bad story. Now, can I jump to the end of this movie and just automatically know what's going on? No, because guess what? You don't even know what the hell's going on when you do watch it. Like it just the story is incoherent, makes no sense. 
uh, it's to the point where it's just just pointless. It really is. There's no reason to have this movie at an hour and 45 minutes when it could be 45 minutes. There's legit no point. They introduce characters at the very beginning of the movie that don't even come into play. They really don't. So, like, what was the point of even introducing them, you know? And then in a movie like this, you need characters that you can gravitate towards, that you really care for and you're invested in. And there's not really any of those characters in this movie. Nick Cage, he's you're invested in him only because you are curious as to what he will do next. That is so crazy. That is the only reason you are invested in his character. You don't care for the character itself. You care more for the actor. And that's a, that's an issue. It really is. The acting and I've already said it, the writing, the slash dialogue are all so laughable. The acting is not as bad as the dialogue. The dialogue is by far some of the worst. And they just have some weird exchanges like, step away from the bike. And then you have, uh, you bitches, you're killing me, won't bring back your goddamn honey. And it's like, what? Like, that stuff is so comical. And then, oh, God, not the bees. Not the bees. It's in my eyes. Like, dude. Like, I'm just playing it in my head. I'm like, this shit is so stupid. It really is. And I'm telling you, if you cut this movie into 45 minutes, this might be, like, one of the best movies of all time. It it could legit be a so bad it's good movie. But I don't even think it's at that point. I think it's just a bad movie. I really do. And I think other than Nick Cage, this movie should not exist. It really shouldn't. Nick Cage is the best part of this movie. Every time he's on screen and he goes full Nick Cage, it's a good, watchable movie. But when he's trying to play the serious type of character, it's so boring, and I want to turn it off. And I don't even... I didn't even want to do this review. Like, watching it an hour into the movie, I was just thinking to myself, do I have to finish this movie? I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what happens at the end, and nobody will ever know. I can just not mention the end, you know? And then speaking of the end, the torture sequences, uh, like I said, I think it was very comical. That's when Nick Cage goes 100% crazy and 100% Nick Cage. I, I just think they went the long way of telling what was already going to happen. Like I said, they could have just told that at the very beginning when he got on the island. They could have just sacrificed him there. And then I had even mentioned the grizzly bear suit. Yes, I forgot all about the grizzly bear suit in this movie. When Nick Cage saw it and started putting it on, I was like, oh my god, are we really going there? Are we really going to have Nick Cage running around this island in a grizzly bear suit? We are. This is officially a terrible movie. Officially. And then how about Nick Cage for a majority of this movie? Like, he doesn't even know what's going on. Like, you watch his facial expressions, it's almost like he's confused as to as to what's going on moment to moment. And then this kind of goes back to one of my original points that I started before, you know, in this episode was that people just seem to be making up stuff as they go with the dialogue. Like, he's just so confused as to what they said and why they said it. I don't know if that's good acting or if it's just a bad acting slash bad writing. I, I don't know. But it's bad, regardless. But, like I said... Overall, I didn't like this movie. I don't even think it's so bad it's good. This is not something that you would watch on like a weekend and you're sitting at home and you're just like, you know what? 
I just want to ruin uh, an hour and a half of my life. Let's just watch uh, The Wicker Man. That's never going to come into play. Like, there are a couple other movies that I would watch that were so bad they're good, and The Wicker Man is not going to come up for me. So, personally, I do not like this movie. I don't think it's a movie that I will ever watch again. I don't think it's a movie that I'm just going to go out on my own and say, hey, I want to watch The Wicker Man tonight because that seems like a whole lot of fun. Because it doesn't. The movie isn't fun. It's basically you're watching it to just see how unhinged Nicolas Cage becomes during the movie. And I'm pretty sure there's someone out in this world that has made a YouTube video of all of his crazy moments in this movie. And they just spliced it together. And it's probably like 10 minutes long. And you'll have just as much fun. Except you saved an hour and a half of your life. So maybe that's there. I don't know. Go check it out and let me know if that's on YouTube. I give this movie one and a half stars. Now, there's a reason why I give this one and a half stars. I'm looking at, I have a list on Letterboxd, and you can go there and you can follow me. I am Primate X. Follow me on Letterboxd, and you can see all my scores for all the movies that I do. And I have a bunch of list rankings and whatnot. And I'm ranking the worst movies of all time. And I'm kind of scrolling through my list, and I'm like, no, it's better than that movie. No, The Wicker Man's better than that movie. It's better than that movie. Ugh, I really hate that movie. I don't hate The Wicker Man. Like, I didn't go through this movie and finish it, and I just hated my time with it. I have a bunch of movies on that list that I absolutely hated, and I regretted ever watching it, and I hated every single moment that I was in it. At least in this movie... There are there are some comical moments. There are some good moments with Nick Cage. He makes this movie quote unquote watchable. Like if you decide to, you know, not heed my advice and skip this movie completely, then you're gonna find some enjoyment in just Nick Cage in this movie. He's actually pretty decent in this movie as far as being himself. And there's several movies on there that I was like I really hated that movie, and I gave it a star and a half. So I trust my judgment on previous reviews, right? So I'm like, well, shit, I gotta give this movie a one and a half, right? If I gave those movies a one and a half, I gotta give this one one and a half. So that's where we're staying at is one and a half. I think it was thirteen dollars on Amazon Prime was the only place that I could find it. Uh, do not buy this movie. If it's like two bucks, three bucks, if you can somehow find it for that cheap. By all means, go out and buy it and just see how terrible it is. But ultimately, I think this is a movie worth skipping. It's Do not see it. Do not pay money for it. Uh, but if you do, two, three bucks. I'm telling you, this is like super bargain bin at Walmart kind of movie. So don't be going to spend your hard-earned money. Go buy you like a really good movie that just came out or go buy you a uh, a movie that we've recently reviewed and we told you to go watch it. Go buy one of those movies. Do not buy this movie, okay? Just heed my advice and just skip it because I personally do not think it is worth investing your you know, precious time and money into watching an hour and a half of just the most bizarre scenes, scenes that make no sense when they're put together. Like... I know I'm already doing my review, but there's like a scene where he fall, where Nick Cage falls through a wooden floor. Like, what's the point of that? Like, was that to add tension? Was that to add horror? 
I I don't know. It was it was super pointless. And then why did he ever get trapped in the the water? Because they just let him out, and then he went running around the island. Like, what was the point of that? And then old girl has uh, a a bee beard basically uh, when he goes through the house. Was that for like for like horror? Was that for like shock value? Was that to add some kind of tension? I don't know. It's just some very very bizarre choices made throughout this movie. And again, cut an hour of this. Make it 45 minutes, and it's actually something watchable. But that's just my opinion. Y'all may feel differently. I know that the wider audience out there thinks that this movie is so bad. It is good, and they find it to be very hilarious. I found it funny in a lot of spots, but not you know, the entire movie. But again, just my opinion. So one and a half stars, skip it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to conclude my review on The Wicker Man that came out in 2006 starring Nicolas Cage. Not the original, which came out in, like, 76 or or something like that, in the 70s. But let me know what you think about The Wicker Man. If you've seen it, and is it, like, one of your favorite movies of all time of the, the variety of so bad it's good? Let me know. Tell me how wrong I am or tell me how right I am. I don't care. You can chat with us at patreon.com slash two game. Consider supporting us there. You get access to our Discord. And then you can also comment on our Facebook. Or you can email me, 2GamePodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. And let us know what you think about the movie. And I may include it on my next review. I will bring your name up. So let us know there what you think about the movie. Otherwise, we appreciate y'all listening to this review. And I'll catch y'all next time on another episode.